So, Cheyenne tells me about this thing. It's called the Brad Pitt School of Acting. And basically, if I'm eating something very casually, like, it humanizes me. It makes me, like, I don't know, friendlier. Maybe it'll help me loosen up. So I, I have some wheat thins here to help me be more comfortable on camera. So we'll see. In response to my video about ambient proximity, my friend Lito asked me, how do we recreate the like cafe social environment on the internet? And the fact of the matter is, people have been socializing on the internet for a long time. And so we're all kind of doing it already. Especially since we're all social distancing, we are being forced to figure out how to socialize on the internet in ways that like feel good for us. I want to talk about emergent systems and specifically emergent social systems, which is just a fancy way of saying just things that happen organically online. An emergent system is an organic and spontaneous form of organization. It's something that happens without very much planning. The opposite of an emergent system would be authority or someone telling you very explicitly what to do. Let's look at some examples. Biology is an emergent system. Plants, animals adapt and evolve, and no one really told them explicitly, like, you're gonna become a platypus and you're gonna become a human. It just emerged from these, this, like, you know, primordial soup. The human brain is also an emergent system. Our like sense of self and our sensory experience is the result of just neurons communicating. On the internet, an emergent system, if we're gonna compare, would be Wikipedia. It You set up the environment and people come in and kind of populate it. You don't tell individuals like, hey, I want you to write the page about garbage cans you have a bunch of people kind of filling it out. An organic organization emerges. Lastly, memes. There is no schedule for the meme of the month. We really don't know. Right now we're in the thick of the cake meme uh, where you cut into things and it's just cake on the inside. It's an emergent phenomenon in this thought that kind of has its own plans. The point is that emergent systems just happen as a result of the environment. This is particularly important now because we are living in a global pandemic. And since the environment has changed so dramatically, systems are emerging, especially in the social sphere. What I'm going to do is talk about my own... One moment. My goal is kind of to identify the social systems that I use and have witnessed and how they kind of just blossomed out of our need to socialize while also balancing our need to stay apart. First of all, video meetings suck. I've been on some video conference calls on Zoom and Google Hangouts, and I get this feeling of uh, video conferencing fatigue almost immediately. I can't sit still. I feel like I need some like a fidget spinner while I'm on a call because I just get bored immediately. The way I've been combating this is I have my video conferencing open for whatever meeting I have to be a part of, and then I usually have either Twitter or a small little mindless game open in another window, and I balance my attention between the two because video calls just suck, especially if they're for work. I, I don't want to be there, and I don't think you do either. 
video conferencing is a good example of like the thing that we were told to do and we think is a good system, but we're not going to use it if it doesn't feel good. On the opposite end, video games are possibly the best way to socialize. We've known this for a while, but now we're really leaning into it, or at least I am. I started playing video games in March. Cheyenne got me a Nintendo Switch for our anniversary. Started playing Animal Crossing, and then I started playing Rocket League. And what I'll do is I'll call my sister, we open up like a FaceTime call, and I'll play Rocket League with my sister and we'll idly chat. Anyone who's playing video games today probably has a system like this where you open up Discord or whatever and you just chat with your friends while you're playing video games. It's effortless. And the reason that I think it's so much better than video conferencing is because you're doing something. You are not having like a face-to-face -face the entire time. You're both engaged in a common activity. Reminds me of a friend of mine who would always try to like make sure that dates had like something else to look at other than each other. Video games are like an established field of socializing. And it's pretty obvious to anyone who's tech savvy that this is the case, but there is a huge gap between the people who kind of live on the internet and the people who aren't comfortable with it. Like I'm thinking of my parents specifically. If I told them that like video games were the best place to socialize, we'd have to sit down and talk about it for a while. Next up, Twitch. Twitch is another place to hang out. You have the person playing video games, you have the chat, and my friend Lido will just like sit and draw while he watches people play video games and then every once in a while like type something in the chat. This is the cafe environment. You are all kind of sharing a space with something going on. You have the ambiance, which is the person playing the video game, and everyone's kind of popping in and just filling the chat room with chatter. And you can be passively enjoying this at home or actively engaged. It is a community space. YouTube is also a form of hanging out. And the thing I like about YouTube is that it is asynchronous hanging out. You don't have to be there at the same time as the presenter or the other people commenting. It's a form of socializing that doesn't depend on like sharing the same time. You can engage with this and hang out, like drink some coffee and listen to me talk whenever you want. That I think is the beauty of YouTube, is that we are creating this personal experience that you can access whenever. One of the reasons I do YouTube is that like the way I socialized pre-COVID-19 was that I would invite friends to go get coffee almost every Sunday or I would, you know, shoot the shit with people at the cafe. I was used to just talking about things to a lot of different people all the time. And now the only way I can do that uh, at the kind of the same scale that I was operating at is through YouTube. The way I think about social media is it's parasocial. I would describe it as non-traditional socializing, whereas, you know, my parents would imagine socializing is going to a cocktail party. Uh, parasocial relationships happen on like Twitter and TikTok. They are asynchronous. You kind of get the feel for people and what they're up to, but it is through your Twitter timeline. Parasocial like relationships that are kind of approaching like human connection at different angles is still socializing. It's very different from going to a cocktail party, but we're still exchanging thoughts, ideas, and communication um, with other people. 
I know that it's very important to like, you know, hang out with people in real life, but we are also operating under unique circumstances currently. So we have to find the middle ground. These are examples of social environments that just exist. No one said, hey, we're all going to start talking to each other on like video games or Discord. But now people are starting to catch wind of that and moving into these environments that have already, you know, developed and emerged. One form of innovation is radical repurposing. And it is taking an existing technology or system and using it for something that it wasn't originally intended for. I saw an example of this on TikTok. A dad goes into his kitchen and his young son, who is like maybe in middle school, has the phone, his phone open on the counter and he looks and he's on a FaceTime call with five of his friends, but no one's talking. They just all have it open sitting on the counter as they all eat breakfast. And it's a form of hanging out. And the dad's saying, what, what is this? Like none of you are even talking. Why are you on the call? But it's almost recreating the experience of just like spending time with your friends without having to like talk to them. It's just ambient proximity. It's being around other people. You are maintaining that connection simply by having a window open on your phone. When I talk about emergent systems, it's instances like this where people make a tough situation work with the tools available. I think the takeaway is that sometimes there isn't really a need to like overthink or overplan a problem explicitly when solutions kind of find their ways to the surface on their own. If you're observant, you will save a bunch of time and energy by not chasing a theory and instead just participating in the things that are actually happening around you. Being a participant on the internet, even though you don't know where it's going to go, you will be part of an emergent system without having to be told explicitly what your role is in it. It will self-organize. Some great things are achieved with a tremendous amount of focused effort. However, we can get tricked into reinventing the wheel. I listened to a 99% Invisible episode that I'm gonna link in the description and a bunch of like city planners and designers were trying to figure out how to create, you know, community spaces. And they thought of these like community uh, centers where they had a bunch of resources to help, you know, cities, towns, and neighborhoods. Folks looked at their plan and said, you know, what you, just did was reinvent the library. Similarly, we have to look at the tools that we're making now and think to ourselves, am I reinventing the wheel or is there something that's happening on the internet already without me having to explicitly build it? Do we need another like education platform to learn things when YouTube is carrying a lot of that weight already? How does this apply to me? You are probably trying to figure out how to make socializing work with social distancing. The more tech savvy of us have been doing this for years. We've been on Twitter, Facebook, we've been online and experimented with different ways to connect with other people. I wanna help you save energy by just noticing the things that are working and also developing on their own so that you don't have to waste time trying to figure out a solution to a problem that has already been solved. We will see more emergent systems and the reasoning is systems change when the relationships between the elements in that system change. The relationship between us and the outside world has changed drastically this year, which means that we are going to see just 
adaptations to suit our needs within the constraints. The truth of the matter is that human beings are notoriously bad at predicting the future, and there is potentially more to gain if we keep our eyes open for unexpected rearrangements in a response to a quickly evolving landscape. I'll say that again. We are really bad at predicting the future, but we're better at kind of just paying attention. And I think instead of like planning for an uncertain like future, opening your eyes and taking note and seeing how the system is changing is going to serve you better. Here are some like emergent systems that I've noticed, at least in my life and just like in my social sphere that has happened in the past couple months. Another one of these. I'm video chatting with my family a lot more. Uh, I've noticed everyone is baking bread. I'm tired a lot more. It, it's news. In the news and also being at home fatigues me. In my like business practice, people are asking me a lot how to start online courses. For me, working you know traditional nine to five operating hours just doesn't make sense. The change in the system is that I just don't want to do it, and I really don't see the point. I have seen since March people blow up on TikTok. I've seen people make their careers on TikTok in the past couple months. As a result of the whole Black Lives Matter movement, I've seen so many informative zines on Instagram, like people using the zine format and putting it as slides on Instagram pages. Twitter has been instrumental in that in just helping people see in a lot of footage of police brutality. And lastly, and I think one of the most important things is I, I've been like calling and reconnecting with my friends and many of us are experiencing spiritual distress. We don't know what to do because the world, which kind of like helped us construct our meaning, has changed so drastically that we don't even know what bring, makes us happy anymore. These are just like a few like side effects of a changed environment. They emerge, and similarly, we will have coping strategies that emerge with this. For example, I'm napping in the afternoon often because like I have to. I go on a sanity walk once a day. Cheyenne and I now have a weekly movie night. We have found ways to adapt, and this is something that's just going to happen. And what I hope to instill in you is now that you have the language of emergent systems and emergent social systems, if you are looking for ways to make this new structure work for you, just pay attention and see if people are doing things already. Or are there things that you are motivated to do almost instinctually just because of the pressures of our environment? The reason I like emergent systems is because the internet is like a crucible for them. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to my parents again, but the internet is this ever-evolving terrain that changes so quickly that we cannot predict its side effects. Us, right here, talking like this, is an emergent system. This is my emergent system of just being able to talk like normally. <laughs> what I want to do is hear about your emergent systems, things that you've noticed that are side effects of just being in quarantine for four months. I don't know, I, time, time's flattening. And also how you can use this to your advantage. The thing about being aware of systems and thinking in systems is that you take into account all of the factors at play and it helps you 
position yourself within the system so that you can operate at your fullest potential. It's the difference between trying to like work normally and making the decision to adjust. Hopefully that's helpful and I will talk to y'all soon. I went through only like three crackers, but maybe I'm more comfortable, who knows. I wanna like eat an apple or an avocado next time because I think that would be more comical, but we'll see. I appreciate your company and I will see you around.